I know I've been in a in a situation whereby no one would think there's anything to be grateful for, but then I'd be so grateful for like like you know the little 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 things like you have to be in that point where you find a lot of things to be grateful for and then express gratitude and really believe believe like ah uh-uh, you have to work on your faith so so yeah I, i would say just work on expressing gratitude and your faith and once that core is established then no one can shake you really you'll keep on seeing that there's more to everything You are listening to the Journey on Earth the podcast where each week I the host Olerato uncover journeys in wellness, business, parenthood and so much more. I also share my own advice that will help you in your journey to living your best life. I created this podcast that will not only validate and value our stories but will motivate us to have the courage to continue to build the stories we want for ourselves. From time to time I like bringing you some deep dive conversations with incredible guests to uncover their journeys and topics highlighted. They also share their secrets to cultivating a good life. So tune in for some good conversation every Tuesday. Our guest today, she's a resilient go-getter, a trailblazing woman. She's a teacher and entrepreneur at heart. She's a chartered accountant, a founder of No Valor Creations, which is an event and management company. She's a former lecturer at Monash University. And now she's headed over to Greener Pastures. And in today's podcast, you'll find out all about it as I uncover her career journey. She's an amazing woman. And who am I talking about? I'm talking about Zanile Maduna. In today's guest seat, we have Zanile Maduna. We spoke about how in your journey, things will fall apart. And it's okay to find no shame in resting. It's okay to change your mind. All you need to do is to stay kind to yourself in the process of building your dreams. because that's all you will need. You'll constantly need yourself to be kind to yourself because things will get hard, but you need yourself to be kind to yourself. You need to listen to your intuition. You need to silence the noises outside. You need to attune to yourself and what you believe in. Most importantly, you need to know your why. And today's podcast is so amazing. I enjoy it and I hope that you will enjoy it. On that note, If you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe. So let's start today's podcast, shall we? Welcome Zanele, welcome to my Thank podcast. You. Um how I usually open the podcast is for you to introduce yourself. So I just want you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay, so I am Zanele, Zanele Maduna. I really do think I am I'm an evolving person. Mm. <laughs> I'm an evolving person because what i've realized is that i've been in spaces whereby i would say this is zanella this is where zanella is going but at the moment i would say i am really an evolving person and the person who's so comfortable with uncertainty oh wow yes wow. <laughs> so that is me i'm i'm not really attaching myself to a certain title or anything I think it's, it's yeah it's really more about assessing the impact that I have and gradually growing on that. I don't know if that is too vague for you. No, that's amazing. <laughs> and that's why I I enjoyed when you introduce yourself the way yes. that you want to be introduced not yes. by titles yes. or whatever, yes. you know. Yes. People say I'm a mother, I'm a yes. wife, etc. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think Tashanda Brown also said this that the title is actually temporary but your character is permanent. 
and people tend to confuse that like misunderstand that part that your title even at work it's temporary your character stays permanent anyway so i want you to tell me about who modeled the life that you wanted to live growing up yeah actually that's that's such a that's a good question. That that's really that, that's a good question. Um, so for me, I would say my mom. I, I would say my mom, and and the, the reason I'm saying it's such a good question is because like two weeks ago, I had a conversation with my boyfriend, and he was like, "It's like you have all of these ideas in your head, but did you grow up seeing all of these things?" Like he doesn't understand how I can envision something working a certain way, yet mm. I've never seen it. Mm. So he was like, you know, so. For me, in as much as my mom didn't have, you know, a certain job or, you know, a certain title or whatever, but I really do think um, the way my mom lived her life, she was always, she's a person who, whenever she wants something, she's going to get it. Wow. Mm. She's that person. Hore, is it graduating from selling Asha to selling Magwenya? She knows by May I'm going to sell Magwenya and I'm going to sell 50 Magwenya. Wow. That's my mom. Wow. So I would I would say my mom, definitely my mom. Mm. Mm. I like that you highlight one thing that you highlighted the core value that she stood up for. Yes. Na? And not what she had in terms of money-wise. Yes. Sometimes we glorify people who have the money yes. instead of people who hold the character. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. So what I enjoy the most, what I admired the most about you when I looked through social media and um, on your YouTube channel mm-hmm. is that you've been, and from the outside perspective, actually, you've been able to brand yourself so well mm. and in a way that when i actually approached you i was so intimidated <laughs> and i always ask myself how does she do it you know <laughs> how should how does she do it yeah. um and then somewhere i stumbled upon that you actually left corporate to yeah. pursue this to pursue business and building your own brand yes. what was that defining moment for you that said okay this is time to leave corporate and start your own thing for me um I really do think almost everyone, when you finish your articles, just before you qualify as a chartered accountant, you get to a, to that point where you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? Because everyone has been telling me from from matric, I was like, okay, this is what's going to happen for four years. And then after four years, I'm going to train for three years. But then now is the end of that three years. And it's like, okay, you know, you have to pick a side. And um, throughout 2017, I was like, actually, I want to start something. They, they have to, you know how we're always talking about legacy. You really want to leave something. Mm. And and the weird part is that earlier on, we were speaking about the path made clear. And I actually yeah. like how um, Oprah was saying that, um, Maya Angelou was saying, your legacy is not really all of these big things. Yes. It's how you touch lives every day. Yeah. So honestly, I started thinking about that like going forward in 2018 like what am i gonna do that is going to build that like what will i be doing and i was still a bit confused honestly i went for life coaching wow <laughs> you even needed so life extra. coaching i am so extra <laughs> so I, I even went for life coaching because i've always we've always had like life coaches in as a teacher student at university so I really love that. I'm that girl who likes psychologists, meditation, all of that. And then I went to Dublin. So when I went to Dublin to be an audit manager on secondment, I started thinking about, okay, okay, this legacy thing, where else can I really place myself and, you know, I can make an impact whilst building this legacy? And honestly, it's not like, 
I just woke up and I was like, this is this. Mm. <laughs> it took ups and downs. Like one day I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. The next day, not really. But then eventually when I finished my secondment contract, I was like, what I know for sure is that I can't start this with all the noise in corporate. Okay. There's so much noise in corporate. There's so much noise. There's so there's this deadline after that like deadline. There's, there's just a lot. There's a so, lot of energy draining yes, stuff that you have yes. to deal with. So mm. I I then decided that no, for sure I'm not going to go back to corporate. Okay. I'm going to find my because at that point I was like for sure I know I want to be in event planning because I'm a very creative person. I like yes, I've been doing numbers and everything, but I you know, I feel so free whenever I'm creating something and I can see the product at the end. And yes, financial statements are the product, but you know it's yeah, not that yeah. eye-catching. So, so then that's when I decided to leave. I was like, okay, I really do think this is where I'll have impact. And when I am doing that, I'll also do what I love, which is lecturing as well, and that is such a fulfilling job. Yeah. So I, I decided to to pair both, and with both, there isn't any noise in my life. Like I was able to regroup without all the noise in corporate. So so I would say the the moment was actually when I was in Dublin and I really got to think when you just away from everything and everyone and you just like yeah actually this is it it comes with all of these risks. Mm. I might go hungry but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think that time being away from the country and everything that I'm used to and actually going to another country and thinking about Am I really impacting lives the way I want to? That that is actually what helped me to make that big move, really. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So time away really helped you to actually yes, reevaluate. Yes. That's and why reflect. I I was actually telling my little sister I was like, it's amazing what solitude can do to you. Eh? Yeah. You you yeah. Know so things. many people are afraid of solitude, but that moment. Yeah. That moment can define your life. Yes, I, w- I was actually listening to one of the podcasts on Super Soul Sunday, and this other I can't remember her name. Sorry for not giving credit, but then she was saying, um, she went to a yoga class, and for the first time she experienced stillness, and just like after that class, the yoga teacher was like, you know, it's like you found yourself, like you really because. That stillness, that's where it's it's just you. There isn't all the noise yeah. and everything, and and that's what everyone needs, really. Yeah, yeah. That's time and again, you need that time. Yeah. So I want to ask you because I struggled when I left corporate, yeah. and not only because I mean it was just me alone, but because my salary depended on so many people. Yeah. How have you been able to convince your family that you know what this is what I want? Yes. And you guys have to support me or not? Yes. But I'm going for it. Yes. For me, it was because I really do think before I left, I decided that I'll definitely leave. But the main thing was like, you know, I'm I'm actually the breadwinner. What's what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And after really really thinking about it, I just I just spoke to my mom because I've always looked up to the fact that she does what she wants, regardless of who <laughs> says what. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. So I just spoke to her and I was like, "This is the plan." And with this plan, it might happen that for the rest of the year, we I won't have any salary. We might have to find other ways. We might, you know, there'll be losses in the business. So it's very, like, there's so much uncertainty. So this is the plan. This is what I really want to do. And obviously, being a black mother, she was concerned that, are you sure? <laughs> 
no one fired you where are you going yeah <laughs> but but um but she understood because she knows when she wants something she goes for it and yeah. she's seen that i'm also that person so she she was really supporting me so she was telling me that no if you need people to help you the events will be there will be cooking will help you with the setup that's amazing so so it's fine go for it go for it so so yeah, I I think it's just honesty because if you're not honest with your parents, they 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 don't know where you're coming from. And what I've realized is that you have to involve people from when everything is starting. So even when I started with my life coaching and everything, I told them this is where I am with my life. And gradually, as I'm going, I'll, I'll be like, okay, uh, you know, I have these doubts. So they knew that I was actually working towards something. They knew that. I was definitely going to leave that point. But then mm. they didn't know where I was headed. So the moment I explained it to her, then it all made sense because it's not like it was just one day and I'm like, me, I'm leaving away. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was a build up to it. So that's why they got to understand. understand yeah. Understand, right? I always think that your parents and your family actually knows you. Yes. They always yes. know you. Yes. Yeah. So I want us to also dive deep into the conversation of building a brand as for yourself mm-hmm. and your business basically mm-hmm. um like i said earlier on i i admire how you've been able to position yourself mm-hmm. how important has it been for you to actually build a brand that resonates with you and that represents you yeah that is so important yeah because in as much as we overuse the word authenticity <laughs> it's still a thing though it, yeah. it is authenticity is still a thing um, and for me, that is why when I came up with my company name, it was actually Novalo. And even before I thought, okay, Novalo is going to be on events and everything, I just wanted the company that I know that regardless of, even if the operations can change, mm. you know, it, this is what I stand for. And I do know that in a place, when you eliminate fear, you can conquer almost anything. Yeah, true. So, so that is... So that is why I built that because I knew that in as much as I can pursue operations, like it can be event planning, even if that doesn't work. But if I know that this is this is where we're going, like we're doing this because we want to raise awareness around uh, people overcoming their fears or with novel creations, it was events, but then it was mainly celebrating people who achieved certain things to overcome their fear. So in as much as the, the operations can always change, but then we know what we're standing for. The core value. So, of so that is like that is key, ah. and it, it it aligns with me like with it, like it just aligns with me. Yeah. So with that, it's it's important because if you can have ups and downs, but then you know what you're standing for, mm. and regard because remember, people will always push you to what they think you want to do. But if you know that core thing, the why, why did you start this? which which problem are you trying to solve then it's gonna be easy you'll always be able to bounce back regardless of what everyone expects from you yeah Um, yeah i read it also in the same book that you read the path made clear when they say uh they say something about when your intention when you have the intention and when you have the faith in something that you are doing like 
whatever people say yeah. you will continue to pursue it yes. like regardless of whatever people say it doesn't matter what yeah, they say I, I like how Oprah keeps on saying the faith of a mustard seed yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. definitely definitely <laughs> yeah yeah I think only you can see it that's the tricky part mm. people don't see it no matter how you can explain to your partner your parents they don't see it the way you see it like you have this vision so only you can drive that but then if that is not clear then you won't even know where you're driving to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you have to convince yourself first. And that's enough. Yes. Sometimes yes. that's enough. Yes, yeah. yes. And um, I don't, you know Jackie Pamoza, right? Mm. I actually saw one of her clips in, like on Instagram where she was speaking about that, that before she releases a book, she'll be meditating somewhere next to the sea or whatever. And... The time she's releasing the book, it's like she's made peace with everything. And she has faith that it'll work. Regardless of, you know, everyone who will be against it or whatever. Like, she's taken so much time to really internalize and conceptualize. Like, she's really, she's, yeah. So regardless of all the opposition, even if there are no sales or even if people oppose whatever, like, she knows, like, she's at peace and Mm. this is what she's trying to do. And I think, all of us, we have to get to that point, or else we'll always be <laughs> shaken by whatever yeah. that comes. Yeah, and the ground will keep on shaking. <laughs> okay, so um, you mentioned that you are currently working and still running a business. How have you been able to balance the two? Yeah, with the demands that come with both. Both. Mm. So for me, I think if you are working, it has to be something that is also aligned because um sorry i keep on making so many references but (laughs) that's fine um i can't remember where i i I actually read that but they were saying for you to be a good boss you have to be a good employee like you Mm -hmm. really have to be a good employee you can't just be a rebellious employee and you'd be like ah just because i was boxed and all of that that is why it didn't work out but i'm this type of person like it, it, it it aligns right so and for you to be a good employee you have to be um, in an organization where you understand your part in, in their whole mission, you really understand what are you driving. Mm. So the moment you are an employee, but what matters to you is your CTC, like now it doesn't make sense because you are going to work because you're going to be paid. So you are not fulfilled. You are not happy. You're angry at the clients. You don't like your manager. Everything is like it's breaking because you don't like what is happening because it's a job to you. So I think what what helped me is that I went to academia and, you know, when you feel like you are part of this goal, you are part of building someone's life and you don't feel like someone has to tell you, go to class, deliver it like this, do this, do this. You are part of this bigger goal of this organization. So instead of you seeing something fall apart, you can only see yourself being part of the people who are building it. Mm. So me, because of the fact that my work was already fueling me, then I can also take that energy and be able to put it in my business. But then at the same time, obviously in the business, you need people you can trust that you can delegate to. Because obviously if you're going to juggle the two, in as much as I would like to be a superwoman, you know, you have to trust people with certain things. So then the other thing is that whilst you're doing that, in as much as you are fulfilled in this other one, when it comes to your business, you need someone who you can always call on when something is falling apart that side and you have to be in this organization to do this thing. So I really do think 
it, it, you have to sit down and see is your work really fulfilling you so so that you can also give in your business and are they are they working together i really do think they have to because the reason people call their businesses sometimes side hustles is because eventually they want to go and do that but then now they are so frustrated with the job that okay. they are doing. So because of that, it's like they're trying to like rush the other one on the side, but they're so frustrated on the side and then everything just mm. prolongs and then there are bills that they have to pay. So I think if you find that balance whereby you get the job and honestly, if it's flexible, you need that. You can't really run a business whereby from eight to five, you are at work and then you only going to use those hours at night and during the weekend. It's, it's harder to build a business like that. It's harder to even create anything it, it is when you are exhausted. And I'm glad you said that because I can't remember where I read this, but they were saying you can't treat yourself like if you're a visionary for the business. Like being a visionary and being um, an employee in a business, they're two different things. A visionary, you might need a whole, like three days just to plan around and move the strategies and do that. But what do we want to do? Ah, you want two hours just to do the planning. How will you form something yeah. solid? No, you need time yeah. to like really bring everything together. So, so that is why it's important that when you do have a job, your job, like everything works together with what you're doing on the side because... In all honesty, if I was in audit, I don't think I would have been able to build my business. Wow. That I know for sure. That I know for so sure. So your skills from this side actually helped you build your own thing. It did. And the flexibility from this side, for the mere fact that when I am going to work, I know I'm there for certain hours. And like you can, you can really plan your time around that side. And what you're doing and your presentation skills and everything is really, really helping you to develop whatever you're developing on the side. So I, I personally think they should work together in a certain way. Or even if they don't work together, the other one should give you more time to build the other. Because if it's like, they're like competing they're for competing your time and attention. Time. Yeah. And, and at the same time, you still have to be a friend, a mother, a daughter, all of these a things. A girlfriend and etc. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I read it somewhere with the Coachella thing, the mm-hmm. Beyonce one. You know, people were so <laughs> touched and some of them were discouraged by the fact that how Beyonce spent like eight months yes. for a two-hour thing. Yes. People seldom realize the work that happens, you know, in the background mm. for you to build what is reputable, what yes. is beautiful, what people get to enjoy. And I find that a lot of people glorify entrepreneurship without understanding what happens in the back end, you know, Mm -hmm. the depression, the anxieties, etc. So what are the challenges have you encountered in running a business and some of the trials and errors that you had to actually go through? Yeah. So for me, I would say one of the biggest challenges that I actually expected was, um, communicating your value to people it's so weird because you understand it you understand that i'm going to deliver this for you and it's worth this price but communicating it and really getting people to buy it that is a skill and a half hey that that is a skill and a half so that is actually the challenge that i expected and it's fine and i've been dealing with it and honestly i've been dealing with it so well (laughs) because in as much as people can see you making sales, but in all honesty, all the sales, almost all the sales that I've been making, they're from my networks. Oh. In as much as you can put things on social media, 
Social media people ask them, they'll send you so many emails asking for codes, but you don't get most of your clients. Mm. I, I don't know with other businesses, but with my business, definitely. It was mainly within my networks and it was mainly with people that I pursued. Like, it wasn't really... The people who really approached me, it's... Yeah, if I were to compare between the people who came to me and the people who I really went to and the people who my friends referred me to... I would say my business was from really my networks. Um, yeah, that, that is a struggle. Like, where do people get clients? <laughs> I don't know. And you that know, is... like, it is so true that as much as we're using social media yes. as a marketing platform, that's where not so it many of your customers... awareness. And yes. long term, it's going to work. That's long why term. we do it. Long term, it's going to work. But then short term, it doesn't work that yeah. much. And that's why people don't People get. would admire what you do, yes. but not tell you. No, yeah. Or not praise I, and you. Yes. Some would not even yes. comment or yes. say anything to you. No, definitely. So that was the struggle that I expected. The one that I didn't expect at all was that, you know, everything takes time. Mm. <laughs> people don't understand. <laughs> I remember setting up my assistant... And I was like, okay, he's going to come in the morning. You know, there's the laptop. Okay, there's going to be the contract and this and this and this. And then we're going to do this. You know, that has to do with the business. Mm -mm. That whole day, you like you spend a whole hour trying to fix the signature of the email. And you're just like, what is my life turned into? Yeah. Like it's those little things that on the outside, they look good because everything is repeatable and everything. And people can see you are a genuine business. But then building up all of those little, like, like the things you never thought of, like you didn't think you'd spend time like on cues, on, like they're like the administrative work. It's a lot. Yes. Yeah, the paperwork. It's a lot. It's a lot, and and things like I was telling, <laughs> I was telling my other friend that um there was because my assistant was helping me to deliver the flowers and stuff, and there was this day whereby I was at home, so I was like, today I'll deliver the flowers, and then I drove. As I'm like five minutes before I get to the client, I don't know what happened to the vase, but then the whole thing fell off. And then there was water in the car. And remember, these are like the things that you're expecting. You're feeling like, you know, I placed it securely. The delivery is going to go well. And at that time, I had a meeting, I think in like two hours or something. So I was, that was like my last delivery. And I was like, oh my God. Now I had to drive back, do another set of flowers, wow. make sure they are fresh. And then I drive back. And when you go back, when you go there, like the client is so happy. Like they're all smiling. Oh, this is beautiful. And you're just thinking, I went through a lot for this. <laughs> so it's all those little things that you never thought would happen. Mm. Like, for example, when I started, when we moved from doing mostly events and mostly delivering the flowers, I was using a courier company. So I never thought I'd get to a point where the client really orders so late and then my courier person's like, I don't have time. And then I don't, and my assistant is not there. I have to do it. Oh. And then all of these things are falling apart. And someone thinks it took you 30 minutes, but it really took you the whole day to yeah. make sure that bunch of flowers is that fresh. And <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's so a I, lot. I really do think the main thing is that everything takes time. That, yeah. That's like the main challenge. Yeah. So if you can acknowledge the fact that Everything takes time. And um, the other thing that, weird enough, I'm, I'm not really like a Kim Kardashian fan or anything like that. I think she's very beautiful. But then the lesson that I actually took from her, they were asking her on Vogue, what is the biggest lesson she's learned? And then she said her mom told her that you shouldn't tell people about a product unless it's finished. That's what I, like, I was like, this is so important because 
would be working on something and I'll be announcing it. But then I still, oh, okay, maybe it's 20% almost done. But oh, then wow. that 20%, <laughs> it will take two months. And then now you're depressed. You're like, oh, I told people it'll be ready this month. Now it's not ready this month. So, so yeah, the aspect that everything takes time. Yeah. <laughs> and really, you can only announce things when everything is like proper, proper, perfect. And that that means that now you have to be patient with yourself. Yeah, and also you kind know, with not yourself. Everything is gonna, you have to be kind to yourself and patient because people, don't, like things don't happen the way you think mm. they're going to happen. Mm. But yeah, it, it is. A nice there are factors step. in between that you never really, you know, yes. Yeah, yes. see them coming, yes. but they happen. Yeah. So in business, often you have to wear so many hats. Mm. Yeah? You have to wear so many hats. And sometimes it can get draining. And I hear a lot of people say that when you do what you love, you never get to work a day. But this is where you actually work hard. Mm. Um, yes, from, from, from corporate, there's a lot. And you find some things to do yes. with self-care and etc. How are you able to actually, let me say, what is your self-care regime? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How do you take time off to have your moment alone out of all the business for me um just like what i said earlier on solitude, solitude is, is key like mm. it's, it's 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 really really key and i do agree in business you have to yeah you are the hr person and all of that but then now i'm learning like now i've learned i have to automate my business and that's what i've been doing <laughs> you need to because if you don't automate like you're gonna go crazy you're definitely gonna go crazy your business should be able to run without you being there. Okay. Of which, when I started the business, that is something I knew. And I was like, I just want to understand the operations before I can automate it. Yes. Like, I needed to understand. It and I'm sense. grateful for that. But then what I've seen is that, honestly, you have to have a model that can function with you anywhere in the world. Or else, the moment you break your leg or something, everything is going to stop, Right. Um, but then going back to your question, how do I, how do I regroup and find time for myself? Mm. I'm a very selfish person. <laughs> I'm a very very selfish person. I'm a, so I am. Um, I I want my friends to listen to this, but then I am that friend where a friend can be like, let's go out for dinner. And that's the night where really I want to take time off. And I'm like, I'm so busy. I'm so sorry. I can't meet you. <laughs> I yeah. am that person. I am that person. So I really do think I can, um, for me to take time for myself, it's just a matter of prioritizing. And then when it comes to all the other activities, then I can be able to delegate the others and then I can forfeit leisure so that I can regroup and meditate and catch up on reading mm -hmm. uh, because I know if I'm not full, really, I can't give anything to That's anyone. True. No, no, I need to. I need to, yeah. like, yeah. I know whenever I'm fulfilled and very, very full, I'm, I can give a lot to people. Yeah. At first, I used to feel so bad. Like, I felt like I have to go to this birthday party. I have to be there for my business. I have to go to work. I have to do all of these things. But then now I'm just like, mm -mm. It's fine. I'm not going to the party now. And that's okay. Yes, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's fine. I'm going to delegate this. Or maybe sometimes I have a project and I have a friend that I know they can do it way better than me. Then it's fine. I tell the client, you know, this is not really my specialty. I'm going to refer you to a person who I know for sure they won't disappoint you. In as much as, yes, I need the money. But then 
I'll take that time to regroup and at least some the client will also be wow. happy because I acknowledge the fact that uh uh-uh, me I'm not good you know, in that space. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I, I do take time for myself and if I have to forfeit projects then I just forfeit Which them. is really something that we are able to do really yeah. as humans, to take time and think that no, it does not have to be attached to some money you know sometimes you feel like i feel so bad that i just sit here and not do anything i need to have a productive day we have that thing that i I need to have a productive day um warren buffett Mm. um and he was saying you have to book in your diary that today is the thinking day like there are no meetings there no it's the thinking day (laughs) yeah like you are booking that today it's just me thinking you need that Mm-hmm. You need that. And at first I used to feel so bad. I need to I used to feel very, very, very bad. But the moment I realized that I need time to regroup and if you're a visionary and you're driving the strategy in the business, you need more time to actually put that together and to align. So now I, I really don't feel bad about doing it. In as much as sometimes because remember now people think your growth is aligned to what they see in social media. So sometimes when you're taking all of this time, you're not showing anything in social media. And sometimes you can think, ah, people think I'm not doing anything. But then I guess you have to get to a point where you are content that this is my season where I'm planting, I'm doing all of this. I don't care that I don't have anything to show in social media. If I don't have, I really don't have anything wow. to show. Why should I force yeah. it? Ah, yes, consistency and everything matters, but I really don't have anything to show. I'm just busy planting. So you have to be content with that and just go with it, really. That's where I find myself right now, you know? <laughs> yes, like, thank you for saying that. <laughs> I just validated the space yeah. that I'm in because I feel so bad. I yes. feel so bad that, yeah, yeah consistency, consistency. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll lose your numbers. Yes. Like, I don't care about numbers. Yes. Right now, I'm not in the right yes. space, you know? Like, I just want to plant. And when you go back, it rises exponentially because now you have a lot to give. Yes. You've been planting, you've yes. been planting, like... Now you're so refreshed. You like you're giving the message that people like it's so valuable. So uh, I think uh, uh. I just want to close off the business side of things. Yes. You read a lot of books, and like yes. I don't know how you do it. I just want a tip from you. Like, how are you able? I don't know. Do you read them every month? Like, you make sure that you read one book every month or every week. Mm-mm. How do you read your book? How do you schedule time to read your books? Weird enough. I used to say I'll read first thing in the morning, but honestly, I struggle. I struggle. But what I've realized is that if I'm cutting my screen time and I take my book everywhere, wherever I go, (laughs) like you'll be maybe in a queue and you're just standing and you want to make conversations with people, but people are looking at their phones. You pull your book. Like, I think that's how it helps. I don't really schedule it. I've been struck. I've been saying I'll schedule it, but... I just find myself squeezing it through because I feel so empty when I'm not reading anything. So mm-hmm. I, I always feel that uh, like I'm really missing on something. And and yeah, and what what I would usually do is that whenever I have a business meeting, I schedule it at Tasha's morning side because it's next to exclusive books. And every time I leave, I go and I buy myself one book. So that keeps me... Ah, so it's nice. all of those little changes that you make. But then, honestly, I, I wanted to put it in, like, a proper routine. But it's not really, honestly, it's not in a routine. Mm. I just, mostly I read in the morning. Sometimes it's late at night. Sometimes I just decide to take the whole Saturday and I just read one book and really finish it. 
So it's it's really not in a routine. No, that's great that you say mm. that because it's customizable it, mm. in terms of people who have a different lifestyle. Yes. I, I saw it on YouTube because I was like, how do I do this? And it's exactly the same what you're saying. Mm. Schedule it in your time, one yes. hour in the morning. Yes. Not before you sleep because you're yes, tired, but somewhere yes. in your day. But some people don't have that time. Yes. So to say a cut-off screen time, mm-hmm. wherever you are, pull up a book, it yes, works. Yes, and it works because people love their phones. So you'll be there and no one wants to talk to you. <laughs> then you just pull your book, you read. Um. So yeah, really. But I, I, I also want to schedule it. I, I don't know why. Like I have those days where I wake up at four, I do my daily devotions, I read a book. There are days where I really, I go on, I do that. And then there are days where really I just fall off and I don't do that. Mm. And even if I don't do it, I've learned to be kind and patient with myself. I'm just like, okay, I didn't do it yesterday, but it doesn't mean like it's three o'clock now and I'm done with my work. I can catch up on my reading. I can do my daily devotion. So I think it gets back to us being kind enough to ourselves and just picking up where we left off and struggling as we go along. Yeah. So suggest me two books. Maybe two books. Oh my god. Let's because I saw you already have the subtle art, and the subtle art will always be my favorite. No, I'm gonna read it. <sighs> I, I I really love that book. I really love that book. And so I'm gonna um have have you watched all my videos? But the, the, these are the two books that I've been suggesting to almost everyone: the subtle art as mm-hmm. well as um as it know your why by Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you read read Know Your Why? I haven't bought it. I have yeah. a subtle art. Okay, yeah. but but the why, especially with the phase where you in, you building something very very great. I I really really do think that book will okay. give you that kick. So even before you read the subtle art, you need um, the why. Because I felt like they work so well together because the the Simon Sinek one is really about you understanding that value creating and all of that, and then. Once you all on that, okay, I have, you know, I'm going to set up all of this. The subtle ad brings that, like, it reminds you, even though you'll be setting all of this thing, like, yes, you have your vision board and everything. Life is not smooth. There'll always be all of these things. Mm-hmm. Nothing is perfect. So after reading that book, you you can balance those two out. Like, you can balance out the fact that I thought my path would be straight like this and it's fine. There'll always be problems, and it's fine. I don't have to be perfect. In as much as at times I want to be at this place and be perceived this way, but then there'll be a time where I'm really screwed, and it's fine if no one likes me, and I just have all of these issues. It's so fine. <laughs> so I like how when you read something and then you balance it all out, and then it's just yeah. Mm, okay. So those two books work so well together. Yeah, I wonder if the title is really know your why but i know it has the why part <laughs> oh. but, but yeah that one by sign and you did suggest it on your youtube I channel did, i did i did yeah, yeah. but yeah. Yo, I, re- I highly highly recommend those books okay. and i've been reading other books like for example the other one that i suggested was being comfortable with uncertainty mm. by Pema chodan but then it's nice it's, it's really really nice like i really love it but i really do think those two books before you start anything it's, it's, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. The reason why I'm saying too is that at least let's start small so that we get there. You know, people get buy a lot, like I buy a lot of books and they will be like, my shelf and I'll get I back there. You're like, putting so much pressure on yourself. I think I do. You are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just to close it off, so I want to know what is your next goal from here? You what is Zanilla? Yeah, 
actually <laughs> this has been so nice yeah um you know how when i started i said i'm evolving and i'm comfortable with that actually yesterday i was speaking to one of my accountability partners pam and i was like to pam i really like we used to you know we used to look up to people and be like we feel like this person is like this is who i am this is what i want full stop and that's what i always you know um aimed for but yesterday i was like like i'm so comfortable with the fact that things are changing and it's fine so i'll be growing my business that's the next thing um so i am growing my business but then i'm pivoting i'm pivoting from the initial offering of which i will announce it soon i will announce it soon um yeah that is very very exciting i can't wait for that but actually (laughs) (laughs) but then other than that as well i will i don't want to call it immigrating but yeah i'll be leaving south africa (laughs) so i'm going to the uk yeah congratulations and um and then yeah so i'll be running my business and i'll be back in corporate again you know, everyone keeps on asking, how long will you be there for? I'm like, honestly, now, what I told myself is that I'll commit to the first 18 months. Then after 18 months, I'll see. I might decide to come back. I might decide, okay, no, let me go try US now. I might. There's Aww. life is, you know, things change. Things change with experiences. So, so honestly, now I'm committing for the 18 months. And then after 18 months, I'm just going to reevaluate and I'll probably be back. I'll probably not. Mm-hmm. So what is the one thing that you would thank your younger self for? I would thank my younger self for mm-hmm. I was thinking about that chubby younger self that I <laughs> I was so chubby. <laughs> I was very very chubby. You um, say. But but what I would thank my younger self for is for believing in things that I've never seen really. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did that, but I I always believed in the things I never seen. But I knew you know there has to be something beyond this. So, so yeah, I would really thank my younger self for that because eventually I saw some of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Mm. And I always ask, because um, this, this goes to people who listen eventually, like mm. kids who are still kids right now, who are in dire situation thinking that greatness is not for them or mm. it's impossible for them because mm. some of us have been there, you know. What would you say to them? To make them believe otherwise that yeah. it can be possible for them that is a challenging question really at first i used to think that is so easy and you'd be like you can't do it you can't do it um but as as i as i grow what i've realized and i'm seeing this looking at like my cousins my knees and all of that it starts with deciding it for yourself because in as much as zanella can go to your school every month and tell you you can do it if you haven't decided that I can really do it, yo, it's, that is so important. That I'm saying this because I've had, yeah, like family members and like the people you, who you can, you really can't shake or do anything. So the moment you believe, the moment you believe that, uh-uh, like there is really something more to this, then you can be mentored. Then you can, you know, you have the eager. The other time I was doing my mini research for MBA and it was around leadership. Um, but but it was still for my coursework, not not for the main research. And 
I was asking people about leadership and everyone was like, no, we all don't think everyone is born to be a leader, but everyone, like, there are people who are willing to learn those skills. So in as much as you can be in a dire situation, you have to believe that there is something better and you have to believe that you can do it and you have to believe that you are meant for greatness. But then that believing part, I feel like there's so much work that goes into that believing part. And also it's the circle, the circle that you are on. Because you know how almost everyone says, ah, oh, there was that primary school teacher that said I was meant for greatness. Or oh, my mom just, I was reading the book by... Um, Mum Judy, the other story. Yeah. And and almost everyone just says, no, my parents believed, like they, they told me I can do anything. So there are people who already have parents who are telling them that. And there are people who are already in the situations that they can see certain things, who have certain influence. But then if you are at that point whereby you don't have this influence, no one believes in you. Ah, like you, you have to believe, like you have to find that core and be like, ah, uh-uh. ah. I'm here and there's a reason why I'm here. Because remember, it's, it's only you. There's no one who is like you. So you have to believe that I'm placed on this earth for something special, something greater. And the moment you start believing it, um, you know how gratitude really yeah. is, a, is, a, is a magnet for miracles. Yeah. So the moment you start believing that and this moment you start being grateful for all the little things. Because I know I've been in a... Like, in a situation whereby no one would think there's anything to be grateful for. But then I'd be so grateful for like, like, you know, the little, 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 little things. Mm-hmm. Like, even when you don't have your own bedroom and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm grateful that at least our bathroom has a door. I can lock myself in there and be alone because wow. I value solitude <laughs> and me, I sleep in the kitchen. <laughs> so it's like all of those little things. You have to be in that point whereby you find the little things to be grateful for. And then express gratitude and really believe, believe, like, uh-uh, you have to work on your faith. Mm-hmm. You re- I have a mentor now. I have a mentee, I mean, who's in grade 11. And I've been telling him, I'm like, you really need to work in your faith, on your faith. Because if that is not strong, anything can shake you. Like, anyone can tell you, what? You want to be an actuary? Why? And then you then change your whole mind and think, I'm not destined for this it's not meant for people like us. I don't, no, I don't know true. why other people have that. It's not meant for people like us. It's meant for them. It's meant for them. Who is them even? <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I would say just work on expressing gratitude and your faith. And once that core is established, then no one can shake you, really. You'll keep on seeing that there's more to everything. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Thank and you. thank you so much for coming as well. Uh, this the is conversation so nice. was really. <laughs> oh, I'm going to come there. Actually, we're going to do the Skype one. Yes. We, we oh. have to have like version two, version three. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for coming, Zanile. And thank you so much for gracing us with your wisdom. I learned so much as well. Um, like I always do from my guests uh, who come on studio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So if you want to get the books that Zanila was recommending, the names of the books are Being Uncomfortable with Uncertainty by Pema Cardron, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, and The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Dude by Mark Manson. And that's about it. Go find the books and let me know after reading them what you think about them. You can find Zanila on Instagram. She's zanile.maduna.
And you can also find out more about all that she does on her Instagram page. That's about it. Bye. If there's anything that you'd like to hear from the podcast, feel free to let me know on our Instagram page at the Journey on Earth podcast. And don't forget to also subscribe to the podcast so that you'll be notified every time when there's a new podcast coming out every Tuesday. And also review us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Rate us as well on Apple Podcasts. Chat to you guys next week.